On this episode of the AIE Podcast... Reach into your pockets. Ogramar is under siege. The craft fair is falling. Dude, do you even podcast? And we talk with Gerp and Langtheris about AIE in the world of Warcraft. All that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the AIE Podcast episode 163, The Die Has Been Podcast. Broadcasting from the AIE Podcast main stage in beautiful Northern California, this is Gomez. Hey, hey, party people. Joining me from the Pet Podcast studio only a quarter of the state away is Aludra. Hey, AIE, I think you're awesome. And coming at us from a secret undisclosed location in the deep south out in central Alabama is Accuzod. Greetings. This is Accuzod. So, we're back another week, another podcast. Azad, what has been going on with you in the past week? Ooh, I can tell you, since uh, Siege of Ogremar dropped, I've been having so much fun running around this uh, little hidden island they put out there, collecting boxes, just loot everywhere. If you haven't seen it yet, you've got to go. Just run around. Oh, look, free loot. 496 gear, 496 gear. Free loot for you. Free loot for you. Free. It's like being on the Oprah show. You Free loot for you. <laughs> um, I've decided uh, I want to take down Hellscream with my namesake, the character actually called Accusaden Game, which is a mage, and he's only level 87, so I'm trying to catch up. So people, please wait. Hold on. Let me get to the party before you get to Hellscream, please. I'll be there as soon as I possibly can. Azad, um, um, isn't Accusad always your slacker of all your teams? Like, he's yeah. Always. I have him on my death night. The two of them are just kind of like lounging off someplace back in the back room, just <laughs> playing cards or something. Uh, besides that, I've been uh, learning, I think, as we said last time, a lot about Esperanto. So I think I'm going to start like an AIE drive for towards Esperanto, maybe an Esperanto forum, and have everybody start speaking the international language. Because if there's any group of nerds and geeks I love so much who would jump <laughs> in on Esperanto, it is the AIE community. Okay, so, that's, that's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ludger, what are you up to this week? Well, apparently I know a little Esperanto, just enough to make Zod laugh his butt off when I inadvertently swear at him. So there's that. But other than that, yes, I've been all over the timeless aisle. I've been getting loot, and I've been throwing it to people. I've got enough loot for nine mages. Unfortunately, I am only one mage, and my mirror images will not accept new clothing. Well, they're wearing your clothing. If you've already upgraded, that doesn't really... Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, how much, how much armor am I going to need? And then I've been getting my rear end handed to me by little Timmy, the the little brat. He's some spoiled rich kid with a mini Undansta out there. Oh, uh, oh. And I got I an extra him. battle pets out this week. An extra show, bonus show just for the patch. Ooh, That's what I, yeah. How much does that cost this week? Is that free for those things or are you trying It costs one night's of sleep. Oh, but not for them. Well, that's, that's that's redeemable. You can you can catch up on that. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, you get that the rested sleep, right? Where you get extra sleep for every double. Oh man, that'd be I awesome. wish. <laughs> I wish. What about you, Gomez? What have you been up to? I've been biking a lot, which is not at all game related, I guess. But uh, that that's been fun. Um, also losing a lot at Hearthstone. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, it's my my record is pretty. My record is about as good as the San Francisco Giants right now, so that's uh, that that tells you about how how good things are going there. I think um, you should explain to listeners what biking a lot means. Oh, I'm like, I'm you know, riding a mile I, or two. 
Uh, no, no, no. I'm I'm up to about doing about 20 miles every other day. Uh, I've done one 50 miler in the past two weeks, so that was that was fun. I'm just trying Tips to biking a little bit, guys. Just so you no, know, it's 50 miles, 20 really miles. I was I keep guy. I keep saying I compare it to my coworker who's training for an Ironman. It's oh, a yeah, little okay. biking. So you find, <laughs> out, no, you find the one outlier, and you're like, well, compared to this crazy person, yeah. I am a five. No, his last so training ride was fair. like 113 miles, and I was like, in a day? Wow. <laughs> and that was that was Don't eight and a half a hours car? for him on the saddle, and it was like, no thanks. <laughs> yeah, I, so that, that, that's that been interesting. But yeah, Hearthstone, is, is I've been spending a lot of time there. I, I have been playing some of you. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, I have no rare cards at all. So I'm using like stock decks for everything and I'm kind of getting the, you know, floor wiped with me. I have gotten a couple victories, so I'm not completely, you Did know, you without wins. But... What's that? I mean, it, during the tutorial and stuff, they give you enough coins to buy a couple um, booster packs. Yeah, I know, but you have to save those for the arena, don't you? Because you have to pay money yeah. to get in the arena. Oh, well, who cares about the arena if your cards suck? Well, it's, I, but I mean, arenas, <laughs> you randomly point. choose cards. And so can, it's it's more of a even play field, even though people are like, here's a combination that kills you in two rounds. So that's, you know, I'm no, still learning all that stuff. About, but... Don't worry about the arena. Build your decks and have fun, dude. Seriously. Oh, no. I, and I, really, I order you to have fun. I really need to, like, find a website that has, like, here's all the cards that you have. Because looking at them kind of a couple at a time does me no good in building decks. I need there to see go. the entire... We need a we need an ask Mr. Robot for Hearthstone. Somebody we, get on we it. really do. We 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 ask really Mr. do. Ask Mr. Hearthstone. Yes, Hello. I will get on that side. You're Mr. you're the engineer here. I'm just the ops guy. You're the engineer, uh, so so get on. I don't that. have enough time left. So <laughs> we we have a ton of news to get to, and we have two I two special it. guests. So. Uh, this week, we're joined by a pair of special guests. First up is Lank Theris, who's here to talk to us about AIE in the world of Warcraft. Lank, glad to have you back. It's been a couple episodes since we've seen you. Uh, what's been going on uh, with you lately? I'm assuming you've, I've seen that you've done some spreadsheets in space, some WoW, like there's a variety of stuff going on. Some WoW, spreadsheets in space, back into the saddle with uh, Team Fortress 2. Oh. Started, started a new job. Uh, so... Yeah, it's been kind of a busy time. Unfortunately, it also coincides with the beginning of the fall semester. So, what very little time I had left over, it's like, you know, I could go and see Sunshine, or I can play video games. Oh, stay away from that stuff. Video games. Sunshine. Yeah, I've got my severe tan line now. Video games. Like... A fiery ball of molten lava. It's, it's, it gives you cancer. You stay inside. Yeah. All I, all I know is I, like, I walked into the bathroom, I'm going, I'm a little pale. Ooh. Ooh. And you're Hispanic. So like, <laughs> that's not a good thing. So. <laughs> I'm a little, it's like, oh. Mm. So yeah, I've uh, been uh, checking out the new patch. Uh, lots of stuff to talk about. I haven't had a chance to kind of check it all out. Um, yeah, because once been... you get in there, you won't stop. Seriously. I know. I, I've, I've been crazy fun. I've, I know I've been salivating to go check out the new uh, Timeless Isle. And now that they've removed that pesky level requirement for, uh, and we'll talk about it later, in, uh, in, in scenarios, I'm like, yes, no more running around in crappy gear, or actually they get to show people how crappy my gear is. So yay. And then there's also, of course, you know, flex rating and a bunch of other stuff. So we'll get to that when we get to the wow section of it. Because I, I promised I'd be good and not ramble today. <laughs> well, we don't oh, believe you. Oh, my God. In any way. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. So I won't say we're saving the best for last, but you can draw your own conclusions. Uh, this week, we're also proud to have the one and only Scott Johnson, also known as GURP, the godfather of AIE, who will be talking to us about a special event that's just a couple of months away. Uh, GURP, thanks for joining us once again. I think we had you last time for this the seven-year AIE anniversary. Thrilled to have you here. What's been going on? I know you have a billion projects that you are uh, currently working on. Far too long since I've been back hanging out with you guys, and we should probably do this more often. I feel yes. bad about it. In fact, it's funny because over the last, I don't know, probably since and just before Nerdtacular, it kept occurring to me that you've not been on there very often, and you ought to go back on because it's fun to hang out with these guys. So uh, count on count on more of that from me. But yeah, things have been busy. Stuff really been busy in on the uh, sort of instant side of things with this new patch, and I have been kind of swamped trying to get our heads around it. Uh, in fact, I'm flex rating tonight, so I can give a full report on that tomorrow on uh, the it's latest fun. episode. Yeah, it's 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 uh, seems to be pretty good. Everybody's t- telling me good things about it. I really like Timeless Isles. Uh, Link is right to be excited about that. Uh, it's it's maybe my favorite thing about this expansion or this uh, mm-hmm. this patch so far, and uh, we'll see how you know long it takes me to get to burn out on it. But right now, I'm really enjoying it far more than I do your typical sort of quest hub daily sort of uh, setup. And I, I think this is a good experiment for them. You can't yeah. help but get excited. But all of a sudden, of, boom, prize. Speaking of people, and people don't have to hear me ramble on about that very much on this show. If they want to see, literally see me roll around with my main in Timeless Isles and get my real thoughts on it, they can actually catch the very first episode of The Instance TV, which I posted today, which you can oh, find at theinstance.net slash TV. Yeah, it's all up there. Yeah, Anybody wants that. to check it out? Yeah, it's a lot of fun to do that. So we'll uh, we'll have more of those too. Every week is the plan. Uh, you know, less crazy things happen. But wait yeah, I'm just looking forward to BlizzCon and playing more WoW with my friends. This is a good time of year to be a WoW fan. So wait, you're not you're not doing very much. Are you sure that you know adding something is going to, <laughs> is going to not? Yeah, it, it, it did. Somehow, guys, it, it is a little bit crazy. To play. It's a little crazy. It's all people always say. Well, you only have you got a straw, right? You can only fit so many marbles in that straw before marbles start falling out one side or the other. Um, but I just say we'll get a bigger straw then, dude. Quick and plain, get a bigger <laughs> straw. Did anybody else so, make the mistake in the secret aisles of trying to take a shortcut from the first quest giver to the other two guys, like right across the center of that square? Yeah, there is that. Tem- <laughs> there is that temptation. You're right about that. Um, the problem nobody's with that shortcut going. is, if you're going to take that shortcut, you better make sure nobody's fighting out there when you do it, or else you're locked in for the for the count. So that kind of sucks. I don't like the the sort of running around you have to do. But on the whole, that island's kind of small, so it's mm-hmm. kind of easy to take okay. in. I, I but, like this sort of emergent so approach. Nooks and crannies to it, you know. There's so many little hidden things like finding Zarim and and all of that. Yeah, that's the first thing I ran into. I ran in that cave, very first thing I saw, and I thought, wow, okay, I, I kind of think I know where they're going with this. And and honestly, it's kind of a nod. I'm not saying Blizzard has 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 you know wholesale lifted this from another game, but there are some some Guild Wars two notions in this uh, in this aisle and the way this functioned. At least this idea of coming into a zone or a new, a new area and going, all right, this is an emergent place where I'm going to find things and those things are going to tell me what to do and then kind of where to go next instead of the typical just check the mini-map for, you know, question marks or exclamation points until you're blue in the face. And it's a nice change. I think it fits pretty well. So we'll, we'll see what they do with it. I haven't been able to run with any guildies there yet, but there's a lot of sort of group content that I'm looking forward to running there with AIE folks. So, uh, you know, in the next coming, coming weeks, hopefully I'll get a little time carved out and we can, we can do some of that stuff together. Okay, you hear cool. that, everybody? Everybody in the podcast, he just invited you to his group. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> That's GERP, G-E-R-P. Yeah. I'm, I'm, okay, I'm just... okay. Quick <laughs> disclaimer about the Thomas Isle. 
that NPC is not named after me. I wish it was, but it wasn't named after me. It's just very close to Aludra. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, you almost got you almost got one there. Dodge that bullet. Almost. Here, uh, no, how, no. how interested are you guys in me telling you about this upcoming BlizzCon news? Do you want to hear it now? Do you want to hear it later? Like what's No, no, no we'll get to that later. That's right. got to be later. That's we got to talk about the fun game stuff first. This is just me pulling a Johnson. I yeah, want everyone to get excited about a thing you haven't heard yet. So <laughs> we need see, see Scott. We need now. We need a graphic of you pulling a Johnson so it becomes. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Family <laughs> show, Lane. Come on now. We no, wanna, no, don't want to lose our clean tag here. We'll save that for AIE podcast after dark. I'll pull I'll pull Johnson's Murloc. There you go. That's you Tell we're done. So we'll be back to talk with both of our guests shortly, but first let's cover this week's news. AIE News. All right, many people may not realize this, but as AIE has grown, all of the expenses needed to support our community, like the web hosting, the meetup.com site, Jabber server, all that, uh, the giveaways have all been paid for out of pocket by a small group of very generous people. Now, as the community continues to grow and our needs increase, we're looking to raise some funds so that we can continue to provide everything we need and want to provide for the community without continually tapping into the wallets and purses of those uh, very generous people. Now, one of these fundraisers is our new Pass the Hat campaign, where you can donate a buck or two towards keeping the community running. All the information you need is in the Passing the Hat post in the forums, including examples of how much we're trying to raise, what the money is actually going to, etc. It's almost like playing Eve with spreadsheets. This far, we're at just over 30% of our goal of uh, $4,000 for this year to cover next year's expenses. And, and yeah. ju just as a note, uh, we're at 30% of our goal about a week in. So kudos, mm -hmm. folks. Like, thank you for donating. I have donated. Absolutely. I, 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 hundred percent am behind the people who are paying for this stuff, getting not reimbursed, but just costs going forward to not have to have that stuff out of pocket for people. So we don't have to try to reimburse them. <laughs> right. Exactly. All right, so it was mentioned on last week's show, but we just want to make sure that folks know the Extra Life charity totally is being supported fully by the Frog Pants community this year. The charity event is a game-playing marathon where people get sponsored to play video games. Oh, my gosh, that is so cool. For up to 25 hours straight. Oh, my God, that sounds so hard. <laughs> it's the gamer's version of running a 5K, but without the sweating, the knee pain, and that fireball I mentioned earlier. Yeah, none of that. <laughs> the charity will benefit the Primary Children's Medical Center in Salt Lake City, Utah, and is a great cause. If you want to join the team as a participant or donate to the card cause, look for the Frog Pants team for Extra Life Marathon posts in the community section of the forums. So a friendly public service announcement. Uh, if a game offers an authenticator, please use it. Uh, there have been waves of accounts I know in the new Final Fantasy game that have been banned, uh, and, and this is old and new games alike. Don't get caught in the crossfire. Get a little peace of mind. Many games have a phone app for a lot of the platforms, which is free, and some others have a 5 to $8 uh, key fob that you can have in your keychain. It's money very well spent, and it will keep you from losing access to your account unnecessarily. Definitely a good idea. Not safe to play without an authenticator. All right, today's show will be about World of Warcraft. We'll be talking with them again in just a minute. And uh, just want to mention before we get to that that the Fallcraft Fair is already starting to spool up. There will be a meeting this Friday, the 13th, Ooh. at uh, 9 p.m. server time. That's Eastern. 
uh, to get the ball rolling. So show up if you'd like to know more and keep an eye on the forums. And since we're on the topic of the craft fair, if you're new to AIE and would like to know what the craft fair is, or have any other questions about the craziness that is the AIE community that we all seem to just take for granted, don't forget we have a wiki. There you will find the answers to all your burning questions, and you can post your own answers to questions that haven't been asked yet at wiki.aie-guild.org. You will find information on events like the Craft Fair, the Summer of Love, and the Running of the Beef, along with details on our Ventrilo server, our Jabber ser server, guild policies, real-life events, and more, like who the officers are, and all that fun stuff. Since it's a wiki, you can add to the craziness that it is we have going on. If you type while I'm reading, I can't read the words. <laughs> so... Uh, with the new content patch of 5.4, the Siege of Ogremar is underway. And with that, new raids and flex raids. So with that new raid content, we encourage any and all raid teams, both in this game and in other games, to send your progression by next Tuesday, September 17th, and every Tuesday after that for inclusion into the raid wrap-up segment at the end of every AIE podcast. The raid wrap-up isn't just limited to World of Warcraft. And if you're a raid team just starting out, we want to know that stuff too. Uh... So send a summary of your raid progression or even grouped activities from other games as well, including SWOTOR, The Secret World, Rift, Guild Wars 2, EVE, or any... I don't know how EVE would work, because there's kind of raids, but they could, you well, know... EVE is just a non-stop oh, raid. There's, there's <laughs> yeah. raids, all right. There's, well, yeah, there's raids, certainly all right. raids, EVE is a big raid. To That's try to describe it. them in 15 to 45 seconds seems like it would be really hard. Mm -hmm. So send in all updates, either through the raid wrap-up, thread on the AIE forums or email AIE raid wrap up at gmail.com. Keep, keep this segment going folks. I started yep. it years ago now. Six picked it up. Let's keep it going. Yep. And six, I'm making faces at you. Nah. Okay. He said something bad about my raid team on it. And uh, I was oh. like, well, that's unbiased reporting. <laughs> that Excuse me? Yeah. Some little uh, so. poofling in there. A little poofling in there. Yep. Yep. All right, Star Trek Online has a mission which is available Friday the 13th only. That Ooh. is tomorrow. It's called Hearts and Minds, and you can get the details on, yes, the forums. Oh, the forums. Is there anything they can't do? So check it out. You can't make people go there on their own. <laughs> SCO is free to play, and AIE has a nice fleet there, so there's no excuses. Join. It's free. It's free. All right. So, we know how many talented artists there are in the AIE community. And if you've played The Secret World, you know how many cool outfits are in the game. So, from the looks of the date on this item, we perhaps should have announced it sooner, but it slipped through our cracks. Sorry. But September 15th <laughs> Sunday. is the deadline. <laughs> you <laughs> said deadline. crack. <laughs> nice. Nice, Link. Really? Nice. Really, Link? Really? <laughs> Yours. Be quiet. Um, is the deadline for you to design your own outfit and possibly get it into the game for all to share and wear. Details on, are on the official Secret World site. So you have a, until Sunday to get it drawn. So speaking of talented artists, uh, we know there's a lot of actual podcasters out there in the AIE community. After all, yes. AIE was built from a love of podcasting. I mean, we all started the instance and, you know, the whole crazy town, everything's going on. That so guy, right there. If you are a member of AIE <laughs> and host a podcast of your own, we would like to know about it so we can inform other AIE members and help 
the out-of-game AIE community grow? Because we're not just a guild anymore. We're a gaming community. Yes, uh, we are. Email the details about your podcast to podcast at AIE-guild.org, and we may select it for the podcast spotlight in future shows. Uh, for this week, we are highlighting uh, Cowboy and Iceflow, two AIE members and a married couple who host the Valentine Cast podcast, talking about food, games, and more. They're great people, their podcast is fun, and you can listen to them at valentinecast.com. One caveat to this is, we will absolutely, like if your podcast is not clean and has an explicit tag, we will, it, it, it is eligible for a podcast spotlight, you need to let us know that it is not family friendly because we want people to know that when we're when we're telling people about your podcast we want to be upfront about if it's clean or if it's not so be aware of that yes think of the kids would you <laughs> yes think of the children all right yar okay, i don't know who typed that but it was in there so i said it that that the was like of, it was like okay the pilots of AIEU and EVE Online are up to no good again, like like they're not always up to no good. They've recently started up a pirate fleet codenamed Why Is the Rum Always Gone? Of course, details of the operation must remain top secret, as there are various other ne'er-do-wells who are attempting Spice. to stop them. Check out the forum post in the EVE forums, which has a link to the super-secret details that can be viewed once you join AIEU. AIEU. So the super-secret details... And they're posted on the forum. On a public forum, yeah. No, I, I actually tried it. You can't see them unless you've joined, but they're there. <laughs> yes, they, they, they're they very aware that people are trying to find out information. So with that, uh, we want to bring the show back to our guests, both uh, Gerp and Langthers. I don't know if you want to be called Scott or Gerp or I... I it doesn't matter to me. I think Gerp is appropriate. It's okay. a guild thing. But call me Gerp. Okay, so <laughs> so what what is going on in the, the world of Warcraft and... Uh, things tangentially related in real life to the world of Warcraft that are uh, that are happening. Tangential. All right. Wow. So we got tangential. Jeez, look at you, dude. I Pretty know. Hard. That's a Scrabble word there. I feel smarter already. Thank <laughs> you. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> See, that'll become my word of the day when we run around going, it's tangential, <sighs> people. Tangential. I, I like great. the word orthogonal, yeah. too. <laughs> Tangent. Tang, <laughs> I said genital. Let's move on. You did so uh, I'm very excited about something that uh, the officership and I and others have been working on pretty hard for the last uh, probably month and a half to make happen. And we are about a week away from this being live and available for AIE members to support. Uh, while this is focused pretty squarely and specifically at the World of Warcraft crew and AIE, uh, I certainly don't think it, we need to limit it to that. This could be anybody in AIE who wants to support an event like this, and you hear me say the word event, mm, interesting, an event. What would this event be coming up? Hmm. Okay, so BlizzCon. Let's think about that. <laughs> Blizz, BlizzCon is right around the corner. We're talking about November, uh, early November before uh, we all get to BlizzCon. We're all excited about going to Anaheim. I'm going. Uh, Brian Ibbett is going, by the way. That'll be fantastic. Oh, nice. I know. Um, yeah. We'll have all the old crew there. Everybody's got a Terpster will be there. We're trying to get deals there. There's a lot of people who are coming. I know a bunch of you, if not all of you right here are coming. I think all of you are, right? No, Zod can't make it. I am bringing all of my audio recording crap. So, yes, I'm going to drive down. (laughs) Please bring all your crap, please. I'm getting a job, and I'm going even if I have to go come straight from work. Okay, guys? So, seriously. Good deal. And uh, we're, I mean, there are people even coming like in years past and, uh, and Lincoln crew have done such an awesome job in years past to make it as uh, easy and open to everybody that wants to come that can. There are people without BlizzCon tickets who come. That's always part me. Of the guild. 
<laughs> yep, they sit, they watch the stream, they hang out, they get to be a part of this group anyway, which is really, really cool. So we got to thinking this year it might be fun in conjunction with the officers if I lended a helping hand and put together something that would be able to give us more funding for this thing, therefore make it better, bigger, and cooler, and less of a draw on all these officers and their bank accounts because they're the ones that usually fit the bill for all the extra stuff. And here's how we're going to do it. In about a week, that's our goal right now, you should see the BlizzCon AIE uh, Guild Hall Kickstarter, Ooh. Uh, which will show up and be available for anybody who wants to support it. So even people who can't come, don't want to come, aren't coming otherwise, can support it, get a bunch of cool rewards. And those who are coming have even a, a cooler way to contribute to the thing that they're going to be a part of. Um, I'm kind of more of the public face of this than anything. The real hard, sweaty work is still going to be in the hands of capable officers and, and, and people in the council who already know this particular event and how this thing runs better than any of us, me included. So <laughs> I'm thrilled to say that officers like you guys and others are going to have your hands all over this thing. Uh, we are in good hands, people. These are the guys that are going to make sure this thing comes off really well. But the, uh, the event itself is going to be pretty awesome. It's going to ensure a great meetup, bigger, better, and cooler. And the goal here isn't so much to say, all right, well, we've got our one meetup. But let's see what we can earn for future events. And that could be just small AIE meetups around the country. It could be uh, Nerdtacular next year. It could be any number of things that bring AIE players together. Um, and it just, you know, primarily being BlizzCon, but it could sort of extend uh, from there. Definitely not taking this over. I am not stepping in and saying, all right, let me do this. I am literally saying, you know what? God's in charge. I'm going to do a cool video. I'm going to do a cool video. I'm going to tell everybody about it. We're going to spread it around on the shows. We're going to give it the best marketing push possible to give it the best uh, bump possible. But once again, this is going to be very guild, uh, heavy and guild related. Uh, the Kickstarter will ensure there's cash available for BlizzCon and this meetup to kind of keep happening. Rewards will be the kind of things you're used to seeing from Frog Pants Kickstarters. There'll be stickers, prints, T-shirts, uh, new custom art from me. I'm going to donate a bunch of art. Um, there'll be swag bag options since uh, we know people love those swag bags. And again, some of the same smart, great people will be not only assembling but contributing to those swag bags. And those are going to only be bigger and better because we're able to fund this in a bigger and better way. So I'm, um, I'm just saying, virtual. Go ahead. He, he, here's the swag bag from 2011 Nerdtacular. This is this is yeah. what we're talking about, folks. This is yeah. it, it is all still pristine. Like he he is serious when he's talking about swag. There there's a yeah. lot of stuff crammed <laughs> into these things. They are, and we feel like we felt like at Nerdtacular anyway. It was important to always provide a really good quality one. I've been oh. to plenty of cons. I was just at a recent Comic Con that had the worst possible swag bag I've ever seen. Really? And I just I, yeah, I walked I walked away going, well, this is just this is garbage. Blizzard does a good job at BlizzCon. They've, they've been known for that. Um, I feel like we can do a really good job here as well. And so that's going to happen. There'll be virtual awards as well. So if you don't want the physical stuff, uh, that'll happen. Like, for example, dungeon scenario operations, etc., that kind of stuff. Runs of your choice for various AA uh, people, uh, including people in leadership, uh, myself, people from the show. Uh, you guys will have some fun in-game. So we'll do some virtual stuff where you get to play with the people you, you follow on the podcast. And you may follow on the instance and other stuff through Frog Pants. But also like a live... Cards Against Humanity game with officers and things like that. Oh, That'd nice. be awesome. Now, bottom line, if we pass the funding goal, uh, we will announce some really cool stretch goals as well. We have those in mind. I have really good people working on that part of it. And again, it's been in conjunction with all the officers. They know what's coming. Ralph had a physical meeting with uh, Dave Michael, my man in the East, 
Oh to, yeah, uh, to work wow. on some of this stuff. Sales geek, and so, ladies and gentlemen, sales yeah, geek. Exactly, sales geek. He's the we man. I love sales geek. Yes. Uh, but the but the idea is we'll have this primary plan, but these stretch goals will really help support meetups at new locations and stuff in the future, whether it be BlizzCon or otherwise. So. Uh, that's the big announcement. I'm really stoked about it, and um, I want to get the word out there. It's it's just, I mean, the difference. What is the difference between this and us passing a hat around? Well, we could just pass the hat around, but Kickstarter provides a really great way to do this easy, simply, quickly, and a great way to follow up, a great way to keep people informed. I think um, he's making fun of the guild. What? How? What? No, the hat thing. No, the hat thing's good. The hat thing's good. Don't get me wrong. I've done plenty of the hat passing myself, um, but this is just Sorry. such a more automated way. And we'll have like we'll have a central committee of people who can execute on everything we promise on that thing. And I'm not sure exactly the total amount we're looking for, but we want to make sure to cover what we're doing in Anaheim for sure. And then anything beyond that, we'll consider gravy for future events. And if yeah. this goes well, then this may be a thing we do in the future to help uh, fund other stuff. So, again, there'll be inexpensive levels for people. There'll be levels for people that want to pay a little bit more and get a little bit more. But bottom line is the guild's never had a, a better time to, to help contribute to the stuff that, uh, that helps the guild grow and stay strong. And BlizzCon is always an event like that. So I'm excited about it. It's going to be great. It's going to be absolutely yeah. awesome. I want to make a suggestion for a stretch goal. If we can get high enough, I'd like to have you no know, cover. If we get to a certain point, we have Ralph show up dressed as Henry. Always. Well, I thought that was. Uh, that's already in there. There's no stretch Look. goals. It's like goal number one. I, Five I bucks gets already, him in. I can already see him with his little white little whiskers like, hanging out. Can you imagine so, that? J- just just for the record, folks. So Nertacular 2013 also was a Kickstarter. Uh, they raised 48k of 12,000. And it was, I mean, Scott, you guys did a fantastic job with the yeah. event this year. Like mm-hmm. all of the concerts, you had the the uh, the magic show, the the sort of impromptu stuff that happened. They they are absolutely wanting to use the money to make every event better. So th- oh, this yeah. is there, not nobody, something yeah, that no, it's like Scott's going to buy a new yacht no. this year. That's no, that's no, not no. what's going to happen here. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately for me, he's absolutely right. There is no, <laughs> there is no, uh, there is no profitability in this. Every penny that we earn for the AIE BlizzCon meetup will absolutely be spent toward uh, and smartly spent. We're not going to be dumb about it. We will spend it smartly toward everything that the guild does and may need it for. So yes, mm-hmm. this should be very. I want this to be very clear and upfront. Like Nerdtacular, none of that money is used to pad anybody's pockets. That is absolutely yeah. not the case. In this case, this is all about guild building and strengthening the, what's already there and providing a really cool tangential way to oh, celebrate. Oh. I feel uh, like I need to yell so and run around or something that we use the word of the day. <laughs> I'll tell you what, and this isn't this isn't a lie. I, I have press access, so I'm going to be interviewing people and doing all that Ooh. stuff, and I'll be on the show floor a bunch. So a lot of that stuff's going to happen anyway, and I'm excited about that, but I'm way more excited. Wait, and this is the truth, God's honest truth. I'm way more excited about hanging out in the guild hall with everybody. That okay. matters to me oh, more yeah. than anything else about this trip. So, oh yeah, uh, I love it. It's my favorite it's be part. Great. I don't yeah, even bother with tickets now. or trying no. to get tickets or the stress of it all anymore. It's for me. It's all about just going yeah. and hanging out and the games and just well, meeting everybody. I, as as cool of an event as BlizzCon itself is. One of my friends, the only year that I've gone to BlizzCon, one of my friends was like, "Oh hey, I'm willing to stand in line." 
to, you know, buy stuff at the store because they it was that, you know, you would go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth in the, the, the sort of bank teller like you're waiting to buy items. I think he saw more of BlizzCon than I did because he could also see a giant screen. So while I was walking around, he could see all of the events on the, you know, giant screen in the area. That's what the AIE Guildhall will provide. It's going yep. to have a live broadcast of all of the events and you get to hang out with all of the people that you play games with. So it's exactly. it's kind of the best of both worlds. I mean, if you have a BlizzCon ticket, by all means, go to BlizzCon. That's it's a fun event. It's a, you know, yeah. they're very good at pomp and circumstance and all of the stuff that's happening there. But it's it, the, the guild hall is going to be like, I don't have a ticket. I have told work if I do not get this time off, there is going to be a problem. I am driving down because last year I intended to go and then I worked till 1230 that night and it was like, I'm not going to drive down at, you know, four in the morning and, you know, kill myself to get to BlizzCon. But this year it is happening. I'm already asking the time off. I'm already going to make the trip down. This is something that is... Uh, BlizzCon is a very, very well-organized event and the Guildhall is just going to be a part of that. Yeah, yep. and, that, and it's, it's one of the reasons why, the, you know, the, uh, the Guildhall came, kind of came to fruition anyway is that the fact that because of the scope of the limited tickets and because we had a lot of people who in the Guild who were lucky the first few years going there, we decided how can we best organize this to get as many of us to hang out and talk. Because, again, the, 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 the um, BlizzCon has become kind of secondary to us hanging out and goofing off because that ends up being the most uh, the the, uh, the most fun. Of course, all of it came together when Belthas originally had a, rented the room for us to go Man. and meet, and then it's like then it's like then it's like the whole thing. Yeah, so big, and I remember that? Link Ferris going, "Nobody's gonna go there. He oh. money. I can't believe nobody's gonna do that." And I'm like, "Dude, I'm going." No, it's like I'm thinking it's like, "Oh, no one's gonna." Like, oh, look, there's like 80, 90 people here, and my wife is busy making fun of me because I was making fun of her. Because yeah, it's like no one's gonna show up, and then next year we do it again, and it's like there's even more people. Mm-hmm. And now we this this has the potential because you know, as always it's open to everyone within the gaming community and Frog Pack. So what what started off as a small initially twelve people, thirty people, sixty, a hundred and twenty people now has I have no idea what we're getting ourselves into yet because hey yeah, guys, it could be weird. That, <laughs> it's gonna be weird. You know, I, I was talking to Belfast the other day because we put the we've got the reservation for the room. Oh, and nice. I told him this is you know we, we, it's so we've got the room. So it's like a hey, um, I just want to let you know this is going to happen. And he goes, we're going to need a bigger boat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we probably are. It's going to be a little bit nuts in there, but but also you know. It, there, there's a real chance of having some really cool people stop by. Like, I, yeah. I have pretty good idea. There, are, I, I'm not going to commit to anything yet because I got to work. I got to work hey, on these hey, people. Hey, I, I don't know what they're scheduled. I know coming. you're coming. Yeah. We, got, we got her all taken care of. But if I, if I, if I somehow am able to get like Chris Metzen to come by, or get Corey oh. Stockton to come by, or get some luminary Blizzard developer people to walk in there, Greg Street would totally do it if I could pull them away. That's the trick. Is if we can pull these guys away. They love what we're doing. They know our guild. They know what we're up to. They listen to the show. They know what's up, and they would love to come by there. So this is an opportunity for some more of that sort of thing to happen. We're there in the Hilton, of all places, where everybody meets. That is the central kind of hangout for the entire con as it is. 
And what I loved about the Guild Hall in 2011, which was my first time in that Guild Hall, was that even though it was kind of our, our little space and we all knew where it was and stuff, we weren't killing ourselves trying to get through hallways full of people. Like, it wasn't that bad. And I don't know what this this year will be worse than that or what it'll be like, but oh, it is. It, I think it's just it's no different. It's like a family reunion. We got our family. Well, this year a few more relatives are coming. It's fine. Yeah. We'll so room. yeah, we're already having. We're already eyeing one of the other the the maybe rooms where it's like we might can get a lot more people there. It's like right. just, yeah, because it's yeah. So it's just a matter of because the Hilton will happily. Uh, you know, allow us to upgrade if we get to that point. So, yeah, and, about, and if, the Kickstarter, if the Kickstarter goes well, if the Kickstarter works well, then we totally have the option to to yeah. expand that way because, yeah. I mean, this is part of the whole point. These guys, I mean, literally, Belthaz and you, Lank, and others, you guys lay down cash, essentially make a big financial sacrifice every year going, well, I hope everybody can help contribute and give a few bucks here and there. All we're trying to do this year is say, here is a here is a semi-guaranteed way that mm-hmm. we can make sure that this stuff is covered and that everybody gets to have the good time they want and nobody goes home with a you know three thousand dollar bill under their. Yeah, well, and to be yeah, fair, all- to be fair, uh, Nertacular funded at four hundred percent. We can get two hundred percent. Come on now, folks. Let's, let's do don't it. Jinx it. Don't <laughs> jinx yeah. it. But but oh, and I do have to have one recommendation, Scott. If we could get a you know a Blizzard Luminary, I I have my votes in for for. For Metzen because the guild already has a long story tradition of Metzen stories, and we want to keep that going on. I'll bet he. I mean, he's he's a friend, and if he has the time, I bet he will. And it'd be fun if we could even have him drunk as he did it. That would be really cool. Um, Man, can we get drunk a phony to yell at anyone? Because can we arrange that somehow? <laughs> well, I know that I know for sure we can get our friend Russell Brower back because he loves oh, it. He loves yeah. coming on. Oh, that there. was so awesome that he showed yeah. up at Nertacular. I I yeah. was just like, what? That's Russell Brower over there, yeah. sitting right there. That, that he's was, an, ama- that he's was, an amazing guy. And, yeah. Yeah. And he, showed, he showed up in 2011 as well. Sat through the entire live instance at uh, at BlizzCon last time, and and that to me was like, whoa, are you getting in trouble with PR? Like, what are you doing here, man? But he, he was happy to do it. Yeah. yeah I got a story about, uh, what, about him. What is PR going to tell him? You can't go to this event. <laughs> you wrote all of the music for all of the games. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, I have a story about Russell when I was at the last BlizzCon. I won the uh, Diablo three CD. At uh, the one of the giveaways we were giving at the time, and of course he composed it, so he was there. Oh, please, would you autograph this? So he tried it, and he said, "Sure, happy to." He's trying to walk out the door, trying to get back to the con, and he went to autograph it. And the pen wasn't working, so we went and scrambled for another pen. Went to autograph that one, that pen wasn't working, so we went mm. and started. He he ended up signing it three times in three different places with three different pens. So I have a triple <laughs> autographed copy <laughs> nice. of Diablo Three, so my prize nice. prize uh, collection. Hey, all I can say is he hugged me. Oh yeah, he'll give you a he'll give you a big old big old uh, writer writer of Rohan King Theoden hug. If you're yes, not he does. That is a, that's a great way to put it. Wow, yeah, that is no. just that just wow. And, and, and let me just add that it's like it's a like, Kickstarter goal right there. Russell <laughs> Brower like a king of the old. And I have to say that like like we mentioned before, if you don't don't have a ticket, who cares? Show up. It's if you didn't donate to the Kickstarter, yeah, if you kick didn't donate up. to the Kickstarter, please show anyway. We're not going to boot you at the door yeah. for and access. Because I'll tell you right now, the the opportunity for hilarity and hijinks is so high. I still remember, like, what four or five years ago, having a conversation with Nathera's husband, talking about paint swatches, 
because they were busy like redecorating their kitchen their kitchen (laughs) and i'm like so it's like oh hi i'm 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 Lank. Oh, I'm I forget his name. Oh yeah, I'm I'm the Theros husband. Really? <laughs> and it's just like talking with him, and it was Pardo, and you know, it, the uh, Russell was there, and we were just busy sitting there shooting the crap. You know, mm-hmm. you you have an incredible opportunity to hobnob and talk with the folks. A lot of the folks are very very gracious. I mean, they're just as jazzed about the game as you are. I mean, we are the world's is, largest, or you know, okay. World of Warcraft guild. So guild. They, they're so, aware of us. It turns out, yeah, yes, well, and if you, you, know, yes, you mention our name, and they're like, "Oh, hi." How you doing? <laughs> well, after Goofoni, they're all trying to hide. <laughs> Actually, funny thing about that story because I had the opportunity to do a little back background with Zarhem, and uh, I asked, "Do you ever remember a drunken?" Englishman yelling at you. Yelling at you in the elevator. And by the way. Uh, Well, the funny thing about it, um, he was so hammered, he doesn't remember (laughs) any of it. I believe it. See, they're human too, folks. They're human too. (laughs) No, but it's a great opportunity to hang out with us, hang out with your fellow Gildies, hang out with Scott, hang out with the the, uh, crew. Yes. With me? Oh, God. Oh, she means oh. hang out with you. That's what she's talking about. Oh, you don't want to hang out with me. No. See, I'm boring. I'm boring. Nothing ever fun happens to me. Yeah. yeah. It's six hours away. Around. I am totally making that drive. I'm just getting in the yeah. car, loading all my crap in there, and driving down. That's happening. Here's, I don't an, know important, where I'm here's an important yet, note. But, here's an important man. note. Terps, Terpster is the drunkest guy you'll ever meet in your life, ever. I promise you I that. disagree. I disagree. Well, pretty close. You know pretty close. And if you want to get a British dude, okay, drunkest uh, British guy within the, in the room, let's say that. <laughs> Uh, no, phony, no, right. no, I'm telling but, you, if we can get to, if we can get like Terpster and Wormwood together drunk in the same room, the entire yeah. universe would implode. Yeah, looking forward to that. I guarantee it'll happen. You bring the booze, he's good. How's that do for some Kickstarter levels? I think one level, if you donate a certain amount of money, you get to spend you know, like 20 minutes drinking with Link. And if you if you donate like oh, twice God. as much, then you don't have to spend 20 minutes drinking with Link. <laughs> Oh, because when yeah, when when you go drinking with Lang, somehow furniture always ends up being broken. It's not my fault. It, so, it sounds like an uncomfortable version of that seven minutes in heaven game you played as a kid. Yes. You go in the yeah, extremely <laughs> uncomfortable <laughs> version. I, I'm going to I'm going to venture. Uh, that's no, great. But, it, but we're so we're super stoked, man. I can't wait. And um, if you know whoever's listening to this, you guys, this is a chance to actually fund a cool thing. Be there. Or not, you'll still get cool stuff. That's the difference here: is you're not just throwing money at nothing. You'll get rewards for for throwing money at this, and we're not asking for that much. Like we're we are being moderate with our plans, and you know we just want to make this a. Uh, we look. There's a mechanism to do this right. We are stupid if we don't take advantage of it mm-hmm. as a guild. If we don't use it to try to help everybody, and so that's what it's for. So you so said do. in about a week. This is going up. Yeah, about a, about a week. It, we, it's hard to do for sure because we got to wait for approval. But it looks like we're pretty much done. Okay. We're we're polishing off a couple of things. About a week it'll go live. That means we'll have a full month of uh, of funding. Uh, it'll end October or whatever the month from then will be, uh, which will be plenty of time to uh, kick those funds into gear and make them do what they have to do for the event itself. So okay. um, yeah. yeah, so that's the plan. Yeah, and like Scott said, you know, uh, the funds for this that if we do have some leftover funds. We've already have people who's who are interested in having a guild a presence at Pax Prime, Pax East. Of course, we all, you know the, the guild Dragon goes to Dragon Con. Um, yeah, Gen Con, whatever. Gen you know? Con, 
you know, Otakon, there's even talk of Comic-Con, you know, mm -hmm. so it's the opportunity to take what we, what Scott does in Nertacular, what we do at BlizzCon, and spread the AIE love kind of all over the place. Yeah. AIE Con. Like, like wet, sticky butter spread, man, just all over, just yeah. spread it. So, I don't want to divert things back to, but, uh, so, apparently a patch dropped in WoW? Like, what? I heard, I heard some, rumors. Some things happened recently in, in, in the WoW? Yeah, in, in the WoW game that everyone, like, you know, we talk about and play, so, yeah, so, no, getting back on the rails, so... <laughs> And we've already gone, so uh, I don't want to make the show too long. So I'll touch on some of the big topics or the big things that I've got my attention. Uh, item requ item level requirement, gone from heroic scenarios, yay, because now I can run stuff and I have to worry about my crappy gear, yay. But uh, you can get better gear real quick from Easter egg treasure chests. There you go. So uh, there is the rumored, but yet to be implemented, but I'm hoping they kind of implement it with uh, Earthen Ring, of Connected Realms where two, maybe three realms will be seamlessly put together. And I'm like, oh, the fun of that. Can everyone say Kupran? Can anyone say Kupran? Oh, yeah. Oh. So if, Not now, a question about that. Is that simply just merging onto one server but calling them three servers? Are the people yes. actually physically together? Yes. Okay, okay. I wasn't sure. Oh. But, but oh, this you way know, you can keep you your name you and your guild name and all of that stuff uh, the same. Yeah, but, you don't, but it doesn't, you don't have any choice about where you're going. Um, yeah. The way it'll work, they're doing it like it's really just a balance load kind of situation. It's good for them dealing with too much load on some servers, not enough on others. Mm -hmm. I don't know that it'll affect us that much. If anything, we'll lose people in those yeah. instanced areas uh, when it comes to you know dungeons and stuff, and we're not going to be. And you can't just pick and go. Well, you know, my buddy on. There's already cross realm stuff going on that you can do now anyway with friends and and battlenet friends. But there's no way to say I hope our server merges with your server tonight before we do go do that content. Yeah. It doesn't really work that way. Yeah. yeah. My 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 dream is that one day, all the realms merge into one. Oh, one oh big God. blade, man, just one like a big, ginormous like a... blade. I don't yeah. think there's enough horsepower in the world <laughs> to be able to power that. Well, think about it this way: so you got you've got you've got Eve doing that, right? They've always done that, um, yeah. but they have this big advantage: they have infinite space, and they have a lot of space between things, and very little geometry to worry about. You're really just mm -hmm. talking about ships, and, and when they do dilation. all get together and have, when they do have a big giant horrible fight in the middle of somewhere in space. Uh, that's when you do see things slow down and get a little bit weird. But in terms of overall world, you can get away with it in space. You, I don't think you can do that in when, a world yeah. where you've got an Orgrimmar, and how are you going to fit everybody all at once in Orgrimmar? You can't do it. Right. So what the, if they ever do do this, because I, I actually think there's some, there's some merit to the idea that on a technical level they are doing this. They're phasing kind of things in and out and doing that in big cities, but they're all on some shared chunk of hardware. But there's just a there's just sort of a practical limitation of you can't have that many people walking around Orgrimmar and have that be any fun. Yeah, you know? not to mention yeah. the things like the critters that run around for ambience and you know yeah. the various uh, an auction master? world going. Oh geez. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Imagine, imagine a Kuprum with all the all the effects going off. Oh. Well, God. It, I mean that it, would be awesome. I know. Just, I mean, the, like Eve co compensates with this with time dilation. It's that oh, you're doing a gigantic battle. Every every minute takes fifteen minutes. So yeah, WoW doesn't WoW really have, have that. You really can't tie dye WoW. I'm no, sorry. you can't you at all. Can't. <laughs> well, it no. would become EQ. 
like the yeah. first EQ, not not the other mind. EQ. <laughs> So, yeah, that's the dream, and maybe, who knows, we'll see. Oh, I love that. So, so also, we've got the, the back to BlizzCon, of course, the virtual ticket is now available, people, so you can go pick it up. I am, because we're going to be seeing it at BlizzCon. Um, new pets, and, of course, you know, no major wild pet, patch is complete unless we talk 33. about the most important. I was going to say, so, Ludra, how about them pets? There are 33 new pets and the new pet scenario, which you cannot heal your pets, and you need 15 pets at max level, and I really can't go on for this for an hour. I did it in the battle pets. So, I mean, don't call that bluff, sir. Don't See, call people, that bluff. See, people, my content writes itself. All I want to know is, Aludra, did you beat it? Did I beat what? The Celestial Tournament. I beat one guy, but I was testing it for everybody to let them know that they could leave at any time, but, you know, your, your stuff doesn't save. And um, job interview today. So, yeah, no, I really haven't had time to go in there, but I was this close. I, I couldn't even beat one guy, so you beat me. Oh, yeah, I beat him, no problem. First three pets, pff, he's gone. So so that and, of course, the uh, the new raid where we get to beat up on Garage. I, actually, the, the day before the patch, and Eludra was telling me about this, you had people going up to Garage and doing these 15, 20-minute RP sessions. That was the, go, that was my party, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> the, you know, it was basically calling out Garage and saying, you're going down. You're yeah, going yeah. down. Gojin so, from the Guild did that. He did a really great speech during the last 10 minutes of um, the party. I, I called for Guild and, and in trade for a random, hey, everybody, let's go to Gromish Holden and salt and dance on on Garage's head, and they did, and we got some we got some really great random RP, and it was really fun. See, this is the stuff that AIE just is awesome, awesome about, about, you know? Exactly. So, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm actually, you know, contemplating starting up a small, very laid-back raid because I want Garage dead. And mm -hmm. it's like it's like I haven't done, I've done oh, enough, a lot of raids. I have bad news for you. I have bad news for you. Have you What's seen that? the Have you seen the final cinematic from the? From the final quote-unquote kill of Garage Hellscream yet? No, no I've been IFK all day. Yet. All right, I don't want to get. I'm not going to spoil it or give it away or anything. Um, well, maybe I already did by even suggesting that you might be wrong. But uh, <laughs> you don't want to you know have. How, okay. Let me, you don't let me have just to say click this on way. The video. You don't want Let's to say it this way. I'll, I'll switch the attention to say comic books. You know, in comic books, nobody ever really dies in comic books. Like they, they have deaths all the time. <laughs> oh, look, the Infinity That's all Gauntlet. I'm, all I'm Damn Reboots you, everything. Parker, you're back to life. <laughs> well, good. That means we get to see Illidan again because I liked Illidan. Yeah, no one's truly dead in the WoW universe. They can dig anything up they want. So yeah, that's all I'm Yay, saying. Yeah, more Illidan. The, it's a big deal what happened in the end of that that video. We have a new war chief. I won't say who it is, but we have one. And um, I watched it because I needed to for the show. There's no way I'm going to beat it in time. Yeah. Uh, to, to do that. So. Uh, and I saw both the Alliance and the Horde one, and they're both really, really interesting. The fact that they've got two points of view on that story is really kind of fascinating. Oh, now I'm going to oh, go so, look it up. So they have dual, dual narratives on that then? They That's do, parts of, of it. Some of it's the same, and then the part where you're kind of only hearing the conversation that the Horde leaders and the Alliance faction leaders are having, those are very different conversations. Mm -hmm. uh, you may feel very... You might See, feel I'm, very I'm, differently about what's her name. Jane of Proudmore is a kind of a pooper in my book right now. Oh There's some stuff. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, she I'm is. Kind she's of, a pooper in my book too. I'm, I'm interested to see what Sylvanas <laughs> is taking all this because she's the she's the dead chick everyone loves to hate. So yeah. what's her opinion about it? The fact that well, you know, I can tell you this. I can tell you this again, not to spoil. This is the only spoiler I can say with it. That's not really a spoiler about much. She's not in the video that I can tell. So I don't know what that means. 
I'm not implying anything. I have no idea because I didn't answer the question as to where it didn't say where's she at because it didn't answer or ask the question. Well, everybody's mm -hmm. in one place, and Sylvanas is standing there with her bomb going. She's a little too. So right. what always wears me out a little bit is you have to remove yourself a little from the mechanics of the game because I started out playing a holy priest. Death is not a big deal. Like mm -hmm. someone getting killed, it's like, well, I have a spell that I got at level fifteen. That I can, I can just resurrect yeah. them. So it, it always strikes me as amusing that death, they they have to, you kind of have to remove yourself from the mechanics of the game that, oh no, when this person dies, it's a big deal. And But I, yeah. I agree with Scott in that no one ever is really dead. Like there's- But what about Fail Paladin in ICC? He's sitting in that ice block forever. It's like, dude, hand of freedom, hand of freedom, hand of freedom, hand of freedom. <laughs> I know how to freedom. Because he's a Fail Paladin. <laughs> They never taught him how. Oh. We're all sitting there yelling at him all right. Hand of freedom. Hand of freedom. I can I can cast it. Oh, it's not working. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, I'm I'm stoked about it. It looks cool, and the and the and the reveal is. Let's just say I'm good at predicting things. That's all. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. Can, yeah, can we listen right. to like instance? You know. Like twenty five ago, where you were like, "I think that this is going to yeah, happen." Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, you will. I had a, I had a conversation with Christian Nairn today, the guy that plays Hodor on Game of Thrones, and um, I called him on Skype. And as usually, had the worst audio quality ever. I don't know where that guy's living. <laughs> and uh, we got a conversation going about it because he had a very when we interviewed him for the show, he had a very different prediction about who the new horde leader would be, and so oh, I had to okay. call him and rub it in. So he was he, dead wrong. He was did he wrong. back a basic campfire just so? And, to me, it's oh, remember that? That was great. <laughs> uh, for for me, it was a simple. To me, it's a simple logistics question. Mm -hmm. uh, in the game, it isn't about favoritism toward one leader or the other. There's a very important logistical question that I will address. Saying and again, no spoilers, but who's best suited to take a seat in Orgrimmar, where they're not from there, but they seem like they fit in there. Because there are a lot of faction leaders who do not fit in that throne, who would look weird hanging out there. Gallywix. That's all I'll say about that. I don't know. Gallywix. Like look yeah, of, like Gallywix, dude. Like the freaking, <laughs> what are you going to do with the goblin? Where's he? That's a terrible he, idea, he right? Gets, he gets a booster seat and a little ladder to climb up and All I have to say and... is the idea of velvet pillows all over Ogremar. Yeah. <laughs> and I have to say, uh, not to go completely off topic, but, but Scott, we... Uh, when Justin Robert Young calls in the show, I need to like drive up there with my audio equipment so he doesn't sound like he's calling from a tin can in an outhouse. What is going on there? With like, we don't want him any other way. We don't want him any other way. Yeah, I, I think I think he's on a tin can in an outhouse. Because I mean, he lives in Oakland, so I mean, it's conceivable that I could drive up there with my equipment and be like, "Here, talk into this microphone for forty-five minutes," but. It's, you know, seven well, in the morning, so that becomes difficult. <laughs> well, and, it, and there's the creepy factor. You you cannot you cannot underestimate the creepy factor of that. <laughs> well, well, that's the creepy factor is what I look forward to. Creepy. Well, he has, you got to remember, he, he is usually traveling. He's usually on like yes. an iPad through an airport or something, and so he doesn't have the same uh, kind of access to things. But yeah, when he's, it's funny that when he's home, his quality is the worst. <laughs> well, and Dr. Worst. Bird, Dr. Bird is, whoa. Yeah. That's, am I, sorry. Am I having That's a stroke? Or is okay, there he is actually. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good quality. 
So, uh, where were we on the show notes here? I've completely lost track. I, I <laughs> figure that actually we're, 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 we're pretty much done. Okay. <laughs> we've just been on from one, one rat hole after another. Rat yes. Hole that, that, rat very, hole. very, very true. And, and once again, we get off the rails. Thank you, everyone. Try the fish. Excellent. Oh, there nice. were rails on this show? Oh, my gosh. Anyways, <laughs> sorry about that. My husband apparently hit his phone to go off during the show. Oh, <laughs> okay. Fair enough, fair enough. So I guess that's our show for this evening. Uh, we want to thank Lank and Gerp for joining us. Lank, I know that people can follow you at LankTheris on Twitter. Is there any place else people can find you? Is there any projects you want to talk about? Uh, any there of that sort of stuff? There is a new site coming up. It's still very, very early called LankTheris.com. Yes, I did it. Oh, no. Uh, so, oh. Be afraid. So, be, be afraid. afraid. You'll be <laughs> You'll be able to see some of my rantings there fairly soon. And, of course, you can always catch me as I'm one of the co-hosts at the uh, Cap Stable uh, podcast. Playing around on EVE Online. And it's an interesting time there. It really is. So, yeah, the latest show's up, so you can get to hear some of our latest hilarity. In fact, the guys are recording right now, and I told them I'm probably not going to make it because, well... (laughs) Dual podcast nights, no bueno, <laughs> no bueno. So I'll have to skip this one, but you can listen to them and this is their all crazy hilarity there. Okay, so uh, Gerp, you are at Scott Johnson on Twitter. Uh, where else can people find you? I mean, if they're listening to this show, they probably yeah, know this know. information, but... Yeah, <laughs> it seems likely, but uh, yeah, for, any, for anyone who doesn't, Twitter's a good place to follow me, but also for all things Frog Pants, frogpants.com. And I am really excited about this video content for The Instance, so uh, make sure people uh, just go check out theinstance.net slash TV, or you can go straight to the YouTube channel. There's links all over that page. It'll take you there. It's a brand-new channel, first video up. Uh, The plan is to make it weekly and to kind of supplement the podcast. Certainly isn't there to replace it. It's different kinds of content. It's more visual, obviously, because we have a medium to be visual in. And um, we we got guests coming up. We got listener feedback in the form of videos as well, like all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, plan for that little bit of business there so uh, i hope people like it and uh subscribe and the morning stream film sack that you know go to frogpants.com there's a million podcasts you will want to listen to if you like this show you will like all of those shows as well so i have to say i love the spoilers podcast the fact that you don't have to hold back you actually get into the show and talk about it I, I have to say, um, I re- since I started the commute again, starting the train, taking the train into work, I've had a chance to finally catch up on a lot of the podcasts I, you know, used to listen to and a couple of new. And all I have to say is that, Scott, thanks to you, everyone on the on the light rail train thinks I'm an idiot because <laughs> I'm sitting there giggling, laughing. Oh, come on, they thought that anyway. Come on, they, now. They, 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 yeah, I was gonna say, for the record, they were already a little worried about you. But. So I. I I'm, I'm, I'm catching up with a couple of shows, and you were talking about um, Brian Ibbitt and his, like, 5 o'clock scalp shadow thing. Yeah. And I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> just, I just really lost it. I'm glad, to hear, I'm glad to hear those, those odd moments are benefiting us in this tangential way. That, that oh, three times, folks, three times. Wow. <laughs> yeah, nice. See, ladies and gentlemen, the code is now tangential. 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 With brand new tangerine overtones. Stay tuned as we've got a full ride of great AIE member segments coming right up, including other le- le- 
wow, this is a mouthful. It is. Other, much lesser known Shaws of Pandaria, Azeroth Archives, Overly Dramatic News, Epic Diapers, and if I start right as soon as this ends, possibly Eludra's Pets. Oh, we'll see. We'll have a race for my editing and Eludra's editing to see which one ends first. (laughs) I've got to record, dude. Oh. It's right, been but, crazy this week. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, but first, if you need to reach us, we can be found on email at podcast at aie-guild.org. On Twitter, we are at AIE Podcast. Gomez is at Show Not Found. I am at Accuzad. And Ludra is at Aludra underscore AIE. We record live with video every Thursday evening at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us or catch some of our past video episodes at the AIE Podcast. Com. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. You can follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, keyswithsoul.com. Congratulations on being a member of AIE, one of the largest and most fantastic gaming communities on the planet. Now, because AIE is so large, there is a very good chance that one of your fellow members may be living right next door. What if I told you there was a place where all of the information pertinent to you could be accessed in one easy-to-navigate website. A one-stop shop to organize meetups for BlizzCon, DragonCon, Nerdtacular, or even a small get-together at the local pub. Go to www.meetup.com slash aleia-eocta-est-gaming-community and register, put in your location, and you'll have access to all of the latest events that AIE has to offer. That's www.meetup.com slash aleia-eocta-s-gaming-communities. AIE, where all the nice people on the internet are. Greetings. This is Rastlin presenting another installment of our ongoing informational series, Other, Much Lesser Known Shahs of Pandaria. Tonight, the Shah of Rust. This Shah has a rough and pitted appearance, and the encounter is also suitably rough, as during the fight all the adventurer's equipment will gradually degrade and lose durability. In addition, should someone be killed during the fight, their gear will be reduced to near uselessness, so watch out for those battle resurrections and make sure to keep a repair bot handy. However, as long as the heroes use water-based spells or even splash around drinking water from various inns, the shock quickly deteriorates and the fight becomes relatively painless. Unfortunately, the loot this shot drops all has a dreadful red appearance and is seldom used for transmogrification except in advertisements for various Pandaria primer and painting products as the before example. We now return to your regularly scheduled raid run, already in progress. Welcome back to the Azeroth Archives. I am Victorcus, Deny Paladin and Lord Master of the Archives. I apologize for our absence last week. Our employer made the rogue and I attend a tolerance seminar. Although I'm not sure how much brain matter the zombie has left, so I don't know if it did any good. 
Anyway, now to continue my series on the Burning Legion. 10,000 years ago on Azeroth, the faction of Night Elves, calling themselves the Highborn, led by Queen Ashara, became obsessed with the Well of Eternity, a magical spring from which all of Azeroth's arcane energy flowed, and sought new ways to draw greater power from it. Their efforts and the power of the Well caught the attention of Sargeras, Desiring the power he felt for his own, he gathered the legion and prepared to invade the young world. As Shara, power drunk from the well yet thirsting for more, was persuaded by Sargeras to allow him access to Azeroth, and the Highborn opened a portal in the well through which endless waves of the legion's demonic armies marched, devouring all in their path. This was the first invasion of Azeroth by the Burning Legion, and it would end in the first breaking of the world, the Great Sundering. The Rogue is on an extended exploration trip to Pandaria, so I will return next week to continue this tale. Until then, may the light embrace you. Follow at Azeroth Archives on Twitter, or listen to past episodes at azeroth-archives.tumblr.com. Torin Chieftain dooms his chances to be War Chief. It's the Overly Dramatic News. I'm Hunts the Wind. Blaine Bloodhoof, leader of the Torin, was always at best a long shot for the position of War Chief once Garrosh Hellscream is deposed. But his strange behavior at a recent Rebel Council meeting pretty much ended even those slim hopes. Bloodhoof has struggled to emerge from the shadow of his renowned father Karn, as well as the impression that he was still a young calf and not as strong a leader when compared to the older Horde Chieftains. So when he rose to speak, he may have been trying to impress the audience and change their image of him. But their reaction was best described as puzzled when Blaine began speaking in melodramatic phrases, saying that to defeat Hellscream, the Horde must go to the final frontier. He lamented how his father would not recognize what the Horde had become and ended his speech with an anguished, drawn-out bellow of his father's name. The attendees sat in stunned silence for a full minute afterwards before Chen Stormstout broke the tension by announcing he needed another beer. In the wake of the meeting, most attendees were muttering some version of what was he thinking? It would appear that Bloodhoof's bizarre behavior will likely do far more harm to his image than good. Which goes to show if you're trying to establish yourself as an adult and earn people's respect, there are far better ways to do so than to engage in... Kirking. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. Epic Diapers. Patch 5.4 has been out for three days now, and I can't believe they made the new War Chief. Aside from YouTube spoilers, I've had only a couple of hours to run around the Timeless Isle, but so far I like the non-questy exploration feel to it. The few breadcrumb quests that you can pick up are totally worth it. They're easy, fast, and give you quite a few timeless coins, which is the main currency to purchase gear, consumables, and vanity items on the aisle. If you're an alcoholic like me, this aisle is a dream for gearing up your alts. Quite often, you will discover a treasure chest just sitting around, sparkling and stuff. Many times, a token for a piece of eye-level 496 gear will be in there. And here's the kicker. It's account bound. You may also loot these armor tokens randomly off mobs, and of course it's going to be a higher drop rate off rares. So, if you find, for example, a Timeless Cloth Helm armor token, you can send it to your clothy alt and then convert it to whatever spec-appropriate gear that you want for that slot. However, if you just want to gear up your main, you may want to hold on to these armor tokens until you find or purchase a Burden of Eternity. With these puppies, you can upgrade your armor token to eye level 535. 
You can loot this once per character from the blazing chest near the Ordon Sanctuary. But after that, you need to either purchase it for 50,000 timeless coins or get real lucky with a drop. I'll be back next week with more tips and tricks from the Timeless Isle and Patch 5.4. You can follow me on Twitter at Epic Diapers or find my blog with all of my audio segments and my photo of the moment at EpicDiapers.com. And remember, it's hard to balance the pew-pew with the poo-poo. Alluja the Mage here helping you find the pets in this brave new world. Okay, Patch 5.4 is out and with it, 33 new pets. Three of these pets are found just wandering where they want to all over the Timeless Isle. It's like they're wild or something. They are the Ashwing Moth, the Flame Ring Moth, and the Skywis Moth. All three of these guys are flying pets and found pretty much everywhere. Like I said, they just wander anywhere they want. They're level 25, so pet catchers beware as they also come with two additional pets during the battle. As far as moths go, these guys are pretty awesome. I personally love their pretty white wings. They look all mystical and magical. The biggest difference between these guys seems to be appearance. One's all white, one has a red body, and one has a blue body. All their wings are, of course, white and pretty and mystical. Did I mention the mystical? Yes! So, if you have a moment between treasure hunting, I highly suggest adding them to your collection. These guys are just too cute to ignore. If you like this segment, or you want to tell me how awesome I am, you can visit the website at aludraspets.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at aludra underscore AIE. And for more Battle Pet information, head on over to battlepet.net. So until next time, AIE, this is Gomez. This is Aludra. And this is Accuzad. Wow, and this has been the AIE Podcast. (laughs) I'll get that right one of these weeks. (laughs) Okay. about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there.